Good morning and welcome to the October 25th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that cares to join us. My name is Ryan Joy and on today's episode we are going to be talking about what went wrong at Halloween Havoc in 1998. And in my research for this I found that it would be easier to list the things that went right with Halloween Havoc 1998. The card was stacked. Goldberg and Diamond Dallas Page were wrestling on top for the world championship. Rick and Scott Steiner were wrestling each other. Kevin Nash wrestled his longtime partner and friend Scott Hall. Bret Hart was defending the United States Championship against Sting in a match that put the sharpshooter against the Scorpion Deathlock. I'd say it's easier just to call the move the Sasori Gatami, but it's not. <laughs> then on top of that, you had the rematch. A rematch eight years in the making. I mean, this is an epic match. If you don't believe me, listen to the intro to WrestleMania VI. Upon the examination of the galaxies of space, images begin to appear. Images of strange and powerful forces. But of all the forces in the universe, the two most powerful, Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, prepare to explode. Champion versus champion, title for title. It's the ultimate challenge. It's WrestleMania. Yes, yes, at Halloween Havoc 1998, we were getting a rematch between Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. Tony Schiavone opened up Halloween Havoc 98 with this line. The biggest return match ever. You and I were there when Hogan and Warrior back in 1990. No one ever thought they'd see the match again, but fans, we have it for you here tonight. So, with a card like this, what could possibly go wrong? Well, here we go. Rick and Scott Steiner are a legendary tag team, and they actually had a two-match series on this show where Rick teamed up with an unlikely partner, Buff Bagwell, to win the WCW World Tag Team titles from Brother Scott and the Giant. Of course, Buff Bagwell would turn on Rick, but Rick still managed to get the win after the Giant, yes, the big show, missed a top rope missile dropkick, yes, the Big Show attempted and missed a top rope missile dropkick. Despite missing it, it still resulted in a huge pop from the crowd. Rick would follow up with a bulldog off the top rope onto the Giant to win the tag titles. In the one-on-one -on -one Steiner vs. Steiner contest, Rick overcame a ton of interference from Buff Bagwell to get the win. Okay, so no five-star masterpiece here. But some happy moments where the good guys get a rare win over the NWO, despite being heavily outnumbered. The show hasn't fallen apart quite yet. Let's move on to Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Well, this match seemed to be more about the real-life alcohol problems of Scott Hall than it was about anything else. In the end, Big Sexy hit two power bombs and then walked off. Hall wins by countout. Confusing and weird. The show is starting to slip. But hey, we've got Sting and Bret Hart coming up. There can't be anything bad about this match. Well, the finish really sucked, to be honest. Sting went for a stinger splash, but his head hit on the turnbuckle. 
with the referee already down, Hart used Sting's baseball bat five times before reviving the referee and putting Sting in the sharpshooter. The ref saw that Sting was out and called for the bell. They stretchered Sting out, but nobody in the arena seemed to care. Okay, well that was a disappointment, but we've still got Hogan and Warrior. We've still got Hogan and Warrior, and disappointed we would be. Here's what Dave Meltzer said about the bout. Well, some of the show was good, and none of it was great. The Hogan-Warrior rematch may very well have been among the worst high-profile wrestling matches of modern times. Spots missed as bad as guys in their first pro match, but with two 40-plus former bodybuilders showing even less mobility and athletic ability than you would almost ever see in the ring. It all climaxed by Hogan attempting to throw a fireball with flash paper and nearly setting his own hand on fire and then elevating his nephew into the mainstream by clocking his once legendary foe out with a chair. The match was so bad that anyone who saw it will never be able to remember their 1990 match without that reality breaking into and overwhelming the fantasy of what was. Okay, so the match was bad, but here's the real kicker. If you were one of the people that ordered this live on pay-per-view on October 25th, 1998, well, there was a 25% chance that you didn't even see the finish of the Hogan Warrior match or any of the main event. Due to a miscommunication about the timing of the show, about 25% of the at-home audience didn't see the conclusion. An epic seven-figure catastrophe, as Meltzer called it, when you consider the assumed refunds. Buyers had the choice of getting a replay for free or a refund, and the overwhelming majority took the refund. There is a little bit of a silver lining. Since so many people missed the conclusion of the Warrior Hogan and the Goldberg Page match, WCW decided to air the world title bout in its entirety the next night on Nitro. To make things more enticing to those that missed it, the match was described as one of the best world title bouts the announced team had ever seen. It was fine, but not that good. And it was a huge ratings win. In fact, the, in fact, the Paige Goldberg broadcast from 1026 broke the all-time ratings record for a cable television match in history. Now, unfortunately for WCW, apparently Titan Sports, that's the WWF, were sort of back-channeling with the cable companies and explaining that the whole thing was a ratings ploy to draw a big rating and defeat WWF Raw on Monday night. Now, that's not what happened. It was not a ratings ploy. But as stated, it did result in a huge ratings win for WCW, and it was one that they really needed at that point, even if it cost Turner and WCW about $2 million in lost pay-per-view revenue. So when you go back to our original question of what went wrong at Halloween Havoc 1998, well, the show was decent to a point. And then the wrestling gods decided that they would spare us from having to watch the conclusion of Hulk Hogan versus The Ultimate Warrior 2. So there you go. If you want to continue this conversation about Hulk Hogan, The Ultimate Warrior, Goldberg, and Diamond Dallas Page, what went wrong at Halloween Havoc in 1998, 
come join the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group, and that's where we'll be talking about this. You can find that group by going to facebook.com slash group slash wrestling news show, or go to the search bar and type in Daily Wrestling News Show. Either way, you should get there. Click join, we'll let you in, and we'll have a conversation about all that happened at Halloween Havoc in 1998. And if we don't see you there, we will see you right back here tomorrow for another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show.